Because of the way the universe is created, we each of us live in two worlds at the same time. We have to live in the outer life of our own bodies and the inner life of our own souls. Hello and welcome to Living the Inner Life. I'm your host, Chris Sheridan, and I want you to join me on a discovery exploration into the inner workings of our own inner lives, because I believe strongly that our inner life affects our outside world much more than trying to maneuver and change things in our outer lives. It's easier to think, well, if I just change this out here, just this person there, then my life will be better. But eventually we realize, at least I have, to come to the conclusion that it is the quality of my inner life, this relationship I have with, yes, myself, but my thoughts, my beliefs, even these hidden parts of myself, what Jung called the shadow. There are parts of our inner lives that go on all the time. There are things that we think without really realizing it. There are things we say to ourselves, things that we imagine, without really being in contact with that, without being very present. So, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Well, that was a little engine who could. And when she said, I think I can, I think I can, I remember reading this book as a kid, and it was, I was blown away. Like, how could this little engine move this big load of cars up this huge mountain when all the other train engines couldn't do it? But she could, and she had this power of belief, this I think I can, I think I can. I know I can, and she was able to do that. So what I'm getting at is self-talk. This is this interior, inner dialogue that we have with ourselves. A lot of it is unconscious. We're not aware of it. And unfortunately, a lot of it is negative. So I want to get into a discussion here about how we can get in touch with that. First of all, become aware not only of what we're saying, but first of all, just the fact that we are saying things. We've probably repeated things over and over again so many times, we're not aware of it. It's like a muscle memory or it's a habit. And it goes on and on. And the more that you do it, the more ingrained, the more permanent it becomes, right? Now you've heard the term practice makes perfect. Not true. If you're practicing perfectly, yes, (laughs) that is true. But if you're practicing mistakes, or you're only practicing half-heartedly, well, then you are reinforcing your mistakes. So practice makes permanent, not necessarily perfect, unless you have a really good handle on what it is you're practicing. But if you're not even aware of the things that you're saying to yourself, how would you even know to listen and say, oh my gosh, what am I talking about? Did I really say that? Am I thinking that all the time? Or sometimes, all right? So that would be the first step. Get in touch with it. Just know, realize, come to the conclusion that you more than likely are talking to yourself unconsciously, and it's probably not very good, all right? Sometimes this dialogue, this self-talk starts very early on, and it can be repeated for many years, decades even, And then we're growing up, and as adults, we're talking to ourselves maybe in the way a child would that doesn't have a larger world experience from which to draw, 
and processes things in certain terms. Like a child might think if uh, the parents get divorced, that it was their fault. Okay, even though that's not true, sometimes it's a way of making sense because humans are sense-making machines, okay? Our minds want to make sense of things. You want to have a resolution or some sort of an ending when there's a story or even a song has to have an ending, all right? So we're geared that way. All our myths, fairy tales, stories, movies, the things that you know we tell ourselves have to have this sense-making property. And sometimes for something and some things that don't make sense, that you don't have the information or the proper information to complete, we end up filling in the blank spots with whatever's available. Okay, and it's not always true, it's not always right, and it's not often good. So there's a lot of research, and there's been a lot of studies with this topic, self-talk. And interestingly enough, a lot of it comes from the world of sports. And this doesn't have to do with uh, psychology in the sense that you're in therapy and you're trying to um, get rid of a bad habit or to overcome a difficult part in your life. The sports people were doing it to increase performance. These are people that were already quality athletes, and to increase their performance, they would use self-talk, positive self-talk. Like, okay, we lost the game, but I'm going to do better next time. We're going to find out what's wrong. We've won before. We will win again. It's that winning spirit. Because you know, sports actually teaches you how to lose. All right? Yes, it wants to make winners of you. I'm not really necessarily a sports person. Um, but I think one of the great things is that it teaches you how to lose and then come back. Lose graciously, play the game well, and come back and improve the next time. Because if after every loss you're devastated, oh, I can't go on, I, I'll never play again, that's not really going to work, okay? So you have to acknowledge a defeat, and you have to learn from it, and you have to stay positive and on top of things that you will actually be inspired to do better instead of feeling deflated, okay? Now, another area in the world of sports, uh, it's just because there's been a lot of studies, that's how I know about it when I did the research, I found that a lot of the study reports, at least the scientific ones, uh, were done in the world of sports and sports psychology. But another avenue of self-talk in sports has to do with injury recovery. They found that Patients, these athletes who had an injury and were negative about it, would take longer to heal. The healing wouldn't be as complete, and it would be further in the season before they were able to return to the game. But those who had a self-talk that was positive, and I know my body is healing, it hurts right now, but I know I'll be back on the field, things like that had a tendency scientifically verifiable or statistically accurate, uh, according to these studies, uh, that they would heal faster, heal better, and get back in the game sooner. All right? So this self-talk can be used for increasing performance when you're already performing well, or at least at a baseline. But a lot of the time, the self-talk 
is negative. And it's not necessarily associated with sports or any particular thing. It can be a generalized feeling of either defeat or disappointment or just even a low-grade level of pessimism. If it's repeated over time, it can do a great deal of harm. And the worst part is we don't really realize it. It's so subtle in some ways. It's below our level of awareness that we don't realize that we're doing this. And we also don't realize the significance and the impact that it can have. Now that I can talk to you about right now, I can say, and you can look up the research um, that negative self-talk can have a negative impact. Positive self-talk can have a positive impact. So for ourselves and working in our inner life, the first thing we really want to do is to become aware of that. First, acknowledge the fact that you're talking to yourself. And no, you're not crazy, okay? Self-talk generally is done silently, okay? It's kind of a mental conversation <laughs> that we have with ourselves or we're talking at ourselves. We could be repeating something negative that somebody said, a teacher, a parent, an older kid when we were growing up. Uh, later on, it could be a peer or a boss or a critic or anybody that we come in contact with that may have a negative view of us, and they may have their own reasons for that. They could be jealous, they could be afraid, they could be intimidated, uh, a whole world of things that we don't know about because you don't really know what's going on inside another person. And honestly, a lot of times we don't know what's going inside our own person, but that's what we're talking about here on Living the Inner Life, is getting more involved, more hands-on, more proactive, more conscious about what's going on inside our minds and our hearts and our whole interior existence. So first of all, get around, get your head wrapped around the fact that we are probably doing this, okay? You are probably talking to yourself. And it's not crazy, but what's crazy is the negative self-talk, even if something is true, okay? Even if well, whatever you're negative about, say um, you, you're not making as much money as you would like to be making. You could say, geez, I'm always broke. Oh, I can't afford that. And keep doing that, keep doing that, and keep saying that. And that's what you're going to get. You're going to get more of that. More makes more. The more you do of something, the more it creates. Okay? So, be aware of this talk, even if you're not aware, even if you don't believe me, just try it, okay? Just consider the fact that you might be doing this, and then keep a watchful eye, okay? We have to be the observer. Now, this sounds a little schizophrenic that, you know, we're talking to ourselves, we have to listen to the other person that's talking to me or somebody else, and then you have to be the referee, and you have to be the mentor, <laughs> you have to be the watchdog, all these things. But we do, and that's what we have. We do have this inner life, and it is rich and vibrant enough that we have these voices. Again, many of them have come in from the outside, but once we've incorporated them, then it's our voice. Then we are repeating these things. 
okay? And if it's done unconsciously or just below our level of awareness, it could be doing damage that we don't even know about and we wonder why we can't get further in our lives or if we're stuck in a certain situation, we can't seem to advance or things are getting worse or anything with our health. Okay, it works for everything. If it works for sports performance and injury recovery, it can work with your general overall health, your general attitude towards yourself. And if you go out in the world being a little more confident, a little more positive towards yourself, you're probably going to get that back from other people. Okay, the important thing is to have it with yourself. So try to become aware of that. And when you do find yourself saying something, stop and go, wait a minute, was I saying that? Was I saying, well, you're probably not going to get that job anyway? Well, you're a little too old and you don't have enough experience and you just don't know if you can keep up in the workplace. Tell yourself that and you're going to project that and you'll probably make it true. Okay? So get in contact with that. Just tell yourself. Tell yourself, I am going to pay attention to what part of me is saying to the rest of me or to another part of me. Demand that. Command yourself. I will listen. I will recognize. I will hear my words when I'm speaking them. Then listen to the words and find out what they are. And if they're not positive, if they're not encouraging, okay, a lot of times we say things to ourselves that we would never dream of saying to somebody else. We wouldn't insult somebody or put them down or demean them, okay? Think of it like you're talking to a child who's growing up and needs to learn and maybe needs some positive encouragement or just a friend who needs a friendly voice, okay? Be that for yourself. You have to kind of be your own friend, right? If you're not going to be friendly towards yourself, how do you expect anyone else to treat you that way? And a lot of that begins with self-talk, okay? It's not just how you think about yourself. You're actually putting those into words or symbols because symbolism is how the inner life communicates. But if you have an attitude that you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, or if you've had a long history of things not working out, you can become cynical and yeah, this is the 39th time I've tried this. Probably won't go as well as the other 38, you know, or no better. Uh, then you're just really setting yourself up for defeat. Okay, we can remain stuck. And this is why I think when you try to add an affirmation, that's a positive self-talk. You may write it on a post-it. You may have a journal. And you may read it every day and say, I am strong, I am happy, I am healthy, great. And then you go out in the world, and the world creeps in, and you don't get the parking spot you wanted, you don't get the promotion at work, and you think, well, geez, well, maybe I'm not all that great, even though you're consciously not saying that. If you have this undercurrent that's actually pretty strong, that is saying one thing, or moving things in a negative direction, all the tacking onto it of affirmations and mantras won't have the effectiveness than they would have if you would set them up a little bit better. 
Okay, that's why some people say, well, the law of attraction doesn't work or affirmations don't work after they've tried them. But they're trying to put something on top of something else. It's a contradictory uh, element here. Okay, and if you're just saying something like you're a parrot repeating some words in your affirmation, but you have this self-talk that's been going on for so long that some even a little bit negative, that's going to be strong. It's had time, it's had repetition, and it's more emotionally based. Because I think what happens, and I've this is from talking with a lot of people over the years, is that they don't believe the affirmation. They'll say it and they'll write it and go, okay, I'll I'll try. Uh, part of them isn't buying it, okay? And that's that part that's probably engaging in negative self-talk. So, resolve, tell yourself that you're going to be the watcher, the listener in this case. You're going to listen to yourself. Hear yourself. Recognize when you're speaking negatively, talking down to yourself. Hear what those words are and say, stop. Say, no. Even though I might be saying a lot of negative things about myself that I'm not really aware of, I want that to stop. And you can retrain yourself. This is really like re-education for the mind. You can do it, but you have to take the reins. You have to be the parent. You have to be the teacher. And you have to be in control. Okay? Otherwise, left to your own devices, these thoughts will just run amok and wreak havoc in your life. Now, you may still advance if you're repeating an affirmation and trying to take the correct action to move forward, but you might backslide, you might fall off your diet or exercise program, and then you'll just revert back to what was already there before. And this is what we're trying to shake up. You know, it's like trying to plant into hard, solid ground. <laughs> you know, you just throw a seed on top of it, nothing's going to happen. You have to dig a hole, you have to till the soil, you have to prep it. It has to be ready to receive this new idea. Otherwise, you're just throwing them on top of some other idea that is a lot stronger, has been around there longer, and has more power in your life. Okay, so you may or may not realize you're doing this. It may sound a little schizophrenic to talk to yourself, but you really have to. Okay, I know I was talking about sports at the beginning. You want to have a good coach. You want to be your best coach. I'll stick with the metaphor. Okay, you want to be tough. Okay, you don't want to be, oh, that's okay. You can just talk negatively about yourself and we'll get around to positive self-talk later. No, you have to say, hey, that didn't work. <laughs> I want you to stop that. I want you to try something else and go out there and do it now. Okay, be tough, but make sure this toughness is encouraging and it's positive, and it moves you forward, okay? So I will leave you with a self-talk quote. This is something actually you may want to say out loud. You can do it in the shower or someplace when no one's looking because you don't want to sound crazy or look crazy, even if you are. <laughs> Just saying, folks. Uh, and this comes from Emile Coué. I think this is mm, probably a couple hundred years old. It's a uh, yeah, I should look that up. Uh, anyway, I will put that in the notes if I figure that out. It doesn't matter. The important thing is this is a very powerful, very useful 
thing to say to yourself, and it can help retrain your unconscious thinking, this subconscious, below your level of awareness dialogue that goes on. And it's very, very simple, and you may have heard it, and it goes, day by day, in every way, I am getting better and better. Day by day, in every way, I am getting better and better. Day by day, in every way, I am getting better and better. Okay, say it three times, why not? And what this does, day by day, so this is something you're doing every day. Can't just set an intention or say a affirmation and, okay, I did it, done, gotta go. No, you have to repeat, you have to repeat, you have to really engage that part of yourself. So day by day, and it's also a process, you're not gonna just change it overnight. Okay, the progress may be slow. You may not see the fruits of your labors uh, until sometime, but you will eventually. May not happen right away, so be patient, okay? Be relentless, but be patient. So day by day, it's a constant thing in every way. That's kind of general, kind of vague, but it's also specific. It doesn't leave anything out, okay? A lot of affirmations are geared towards something very specific is I want to make this amount of money by this amount of time, or I want to be able to walk two miles instead of just 900 feet, you know, and, and not be out of breath. It may take you a while to get there. Okay. But the journey of 10,000 miles begins with a single step and you have to take step after step. So day by day and in every way, Okay, because don't we want to improve in every way, our health, our finance, our relationships, uh, our attitude out in the world, anything creative that we do, you know, our ability to parent or to mentor people, our ability to learn if we're a student. So in every way, I am getting better and better. Okay, getting better and better. It's an improvement. It's a growth. It's a process, and it continues one step after the next. Because sometimes affirmation, and the reason why people don't buy some of these affirmations are, I am healthy and strong and happy and rich. And if you're not at that moment, it's kind of hard to believe, okay? You don't take it seriously. Now, it's that's probably a good idea to say something like that because it's moving you to another direction. But about this Kuwait quote, that every day, in every way, I am getting better and better. Day by day, in every way, I am getting better and better. So all you have to do is be a little bit better each day than you were the day before, and in every way. Okay? You may improve in an area that you weren't expecting to. If you're moving in that direction. They say a rising tide lifts all boats in the harbor. Okay, so make everything come up. Make everything positive. Bring it up from that subconscious, below your level of awareness. Rise it up so you can see it, you can hear it, and you can retrain it to say the right thing. So I think I can, I think I can. Day by day, in every way, I am getting better and better. And so you are. And thank you for being here with me on Living the Inner Life.